What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. impression just bought on <laughs> nailed it hello everybody and welcome back to the gems of history podcast i'm your host jacob shop and joining me as always i have evan roosh wiggy what's up <laughs> all right you caught me off guard even though we've been doing this for 79 episodes wow i didn't know we skipped those other 50 <laughs> i told you i've been filming some on the side all right well i hope they're good no, nope. I don't know. I don't know who you got editing them, but Mizuki. And I also have a special guest with us today. Our first female guest on the podcast. Here we, I am. We have our good friend Alex Mattis. Is there a clap? Is it? Can you? Oh, we snap, 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 oh. snaps. snaps. Maybe you can um, edit that in when you're editing. Some like applause, yeah. <laughs> like actual fireworks. No, yeah, I'm super excited <laughs> to be here. I'm. I love history. As you, I don't know if you guys knew that about me, but I'm, I'm a lover of history. Oh, yeah. We've talked about history quite a few times. Yeah. So this has been a long time, long time coming, yes. I feel like. Yeah. And her husband was actually on the podcast a few episodes ago, her husband Marshall, on the John Wilkes Booth episode. So Yeah. We were so it's excited. It's a family affair now. Yeah. It really was. It was so exciting. I have to tell you guys that he came home and then I was like, oh my gosh, let me hear it. So we went on the app and like couldn't hear any of you guys, but I would like, we turned it up all the way and yeah. we were like- I'm going to listen to it. So I, I got a sneak peek of that episode for nice. sure. Nice. Nice. Behind the scenes access. I know, right? right? So we ask all of our guests, like, what type of history stuff are you into specifically? Mm. I know you, you like history in general, but is yeah. there anything, like, specifically you like to dive into? You know, I, I was thinking about this because I knew you guys were going to ask me. Um, and for me, like, I'm very much of a factual person. So if there's history that, like, there's evidence of it, where I, where I get kind of lost is, like, the ancient stuff, where, mm. like, that it's all speculation. There's a lot of maybes. Yeah. Well, it's like, this could have happened. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what are the facts here, people? Yeah. <laughs> so The facts are exactly one stone tablet. Yeah. Yes. Written and, language, lost the time. And, and, like, the language is, like, birds and, like, spirits. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... <laughs> how, right, like, right. Somebody just made it up. Like, yeah. I don't... Like a singular sparrow flying in the air. This is telling the story of an ancient ancient god traveling to the underworld and meeting his wife or something. It's like what? And the guy that was writing is probably like, nah, just kind of kind of bored. I'm just doodling. It's like the side doodles on your like notebook paper. (laughs) Oh my god! In like a thousand years, they're gonna look through like our artifacts and you're just gonna see a bunch of papers with that stupid s that you drew <laughs> yes, in yes. what is that like the superman one where it's like the yeah three yeah lines. it's the three yep. lines and you just kind of i love how everyone's mind went yeah. immediately there yes. i do the i did the tornadoes the tornadoes Ooh, the and then yep swirlies but yeah i love them no i love history and then i love um like it's always everyone says world war Two, but i'm you know i'm a woman as you know and i love like badass women in, you know hell history. yeah so, 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Jam. Good shit. Yeah, we're excited to have you on. Glad you can make it. Mm-hmm. First female guest, like you mentioned. Yes. Watch us two just like clam up the entire time. <laughs> right. Like, like, oh, <laughs> girl in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready to have your first round of trivia? I am. And it, do I go first? If you want to, you can. Yeah, because I'm, I'm really psyched for this because, so, history, I'm loving history. I used to be a tour guide for two and a half years at UW-Whitewater when I went there. So, it was awesome because it was a job to where I could talk to people, walk backwards, and then just tell them history. So, and if you guys didn't know, Whitewater, Wisconsin has crazy history. Like, it's a super old town, lots of folklore, hmm. um, and there's a lot of different spooky stuff that happens in the town and i know you guys love spooky so my question for you guys is is of these four that i'm about to read um what is not found in the history and folklore of whitewater wisconsin Ooh, okay a witchcraft b ufo sightings c lake monsters or d contacting the dead Hmm. Is there a lake in Whitewater? I don't know. That's Whitewater what I was... Lake, baby. See, I don't know if you're just. <laughs> I I, no I, I, I've only been there I've, for spring splash. Yeah, I've only got hammered there. So <laughs> I know every people usually think of Whitewater as just party capital of Wisconsin, but there's a lot of cool history there. Town that has it all. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was B was UFO sightings, right? Correct. I feel like every town has like some sort of UFO sighting, so I'm gonna say that that one's probably off the table. I'm gonna go Lake Monster. Uh, yeah, I don't want to copy you again. <laughs> we can go down together. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna copy you. Yeah, All right. Lake Monster. Is that I, your final answer? I want to say Lake Monster because I just don't believe that there's a lake. Nope. You guys, there is true the Lake Monster of Whitewater. That is actually true. No, <laughs> the one that is false is UFO sighting. Damn it. Ah. I so, knew th- I knew witches was true. Yeah, so it's known as Second Salem, which is the witches of Whitewater. But really, mm-hmm. that's that comes from in the late 19th century. Um, there actually was a whole entire school dedicated to spiritualism and contacting the dead. So when it closed down, everyone just came up with rumors of witches and witchcraft. And yeah, isn't there like an old like water tower or something? Yeah, like... uh, that's the witch's, uh, witch's tower. Yeah. And then also about Whitewater is that there's cemeteries that if you look at a map, they if you connect the dots between them, it's a triangle. So anything within that triangle is super spooky and haunted. Um, but the lake monster, because you guys were denying that there was a lake monster, is that... I was denying an, an existence of a lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So there's definitely a lake. And then also... Spooky stuff happens at this lake. There's even been cult sightings there where people in like black hooded robes as early as 1990 were there doing cult activity. But anyway, I think it was like the 1960s or something. Don't quote me on that. Listeners, don't look it up. Or maybe if you want to. I don't care. Um, There was, I guess, a lake monster that pulled in a fisherman and had a whole bunch of tentacles and then released him. And he walked away to tell the tale. We got a kraken. That's kind of sick. That is really sick. In Whitewater. So, I thought that was pretty fun. That's cool. We need to do an episode just can we, live Can in the we water. take a field trip? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Hey, yeah, you guys, I'll walk backwards with a microphone in my <laughs> hand. <laughs> and I'll tell you everything about my water. We'll record from like a small fishing boat. <laughs> yes. Surrounded by like dead fish to attract the monster. Yes, exactly. Let's just like get a bunch of our friends 
and like just make splashes in the background and make it like a <laughs> oh audio. no it's coming yeah, yeah audio experience <laughs> ev you want to go next sure sure so mine is not as clever as a lake monster <laughs> my question for y'all well first off do you know that cleopatra the infamous female pharaoh wasn't actually egyptian yes yeah i did know that my question for y'all what or excuse me what country was she actually from was it a greece b italy c sedan or d turkey Ooh, see that's tough because not to get well actually on you <laughs> is that like weren't they kind of like the, the countries kind of mixed up at that time like turkey was huge Oh, yeah. Everything like, was way different. Yeah, the geography and, like, borders were so different. I don't even know if Turkey was really a thing Yeah. at this point. It was probably just the Holy Roman Emperor, Empire. I'm, I'm going to say either. Sudan, though. Sudan for Jacob. Yeah, I'm not... <sighs> Realize I picked C for both of the questions. Yeah. Ooh, dangerous. Taking my risks. I know it's not Italy. I know... I'm I'm torn between Greece and Turkey. Because I think you were trying to throw me off that what turkey wasn't a thing. What about a greasy turkey, huh? Oh. I feel like you're trying to throw me off. Okay, I'm just going to go for it. I think it's Greece. And the correct answer is Greece. Oh, Damn my it. gosh. I took a calculated <laughs> risk, but man, am I bad at math. <laughs> Can I take this shot anyway? Because I don't want to feel left out. Yeah, sure. go for it. No one's stopping you. So she was actually a descendant of Alexander the Great's Macedonian general, Ptolemy. 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 I think it's Ptolemy. Mm. A, piece a silent P. I like pterodactyl. You know what's also a fun oh, fact yeah. about, I guess, like Egypt, which I always forget, is that when you think of like the ancient Egyptians, that history is so huge that yeah. like Cleopatra, when she was around, like the first pyramids was way before her. Mm-hmm. So. You think Cleopatra was just like ancient, ancient times? No. Right. Those bad boys have been up for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Is the aliens, though, so... Definitely. You can also find out more information about the Great Pyramids on a different episode that I forget the title of. I don't remember what number it is, but it's called Origins of the Pyramids. Ah, We are very to the point. (laughs) Go listen to the old episodes. You guys are professional here. (laughs) We really have everything down pat over here. Yes. (laughs) All right. My question for you two beautiful people... During the marathon at the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, what weird events took place? A, the first place finisher got a ride in a car. B, the second place finisher almost died of poison. C, one runner was hospitalized because dust tore up his esophagus and stomach lining. Or D, all of the above. Oh my gosh. It's gotta be D. I know. <laughs> okay, but let's talk through this, Ev. Okay. The dirt. Could it really? I mean, how fast could you be going to where dirt literally tears up your right. esophagus? And like right? dust. I guess if you're breathing really fast and like you're sprinting. Quick, Evan, what do you know about cars? When was the history? Uh, uh. uh. <laughs> like where cars are already I'm really the worst like person with cars. I, <laughs> I was going to say he's like not the guy to ask. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is an engine. I'm like, it has four wheels and goes boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I'll do all of the above. I mean, I think it would make sense that cars would be around in yeah. 1900s. Wait. Uh... No, keep going. Sorry. 
Nope, that was the end of my statement. Okay. Again, four wheels and go boom, boom, beep, beep. You're talking to a guy who's had this really annoying buzzing sound when he starts his car for like the past six months. <laughs> and refuses to get it fixed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know it's going to be some stupid like $1,200. Oh, gosh, yeah. Stupid. Oh, it's like, gosh. wow, there's a corn dog in there. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm right. saying I'm a D. Oh, yeah. I forgot to answer the question. Uh, D. You guys are both correct. It is all of the above. Woohoo! Your face. So, also going to take the shot again because I want to fail. Still going to do it. So <laughs> apparently this this whole marathon was just a disaster because like- It was a marathon? Wait, sorry. This was just one event? Yeah. This was the 1904 oh. marathon during the Olympics. Oh, man. I thought it was just the all of the Olympics. No, no. Just the one event. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So apparently there was someone that was like, we need to do experiments on how well people handle dehydration. So they just refused to give runners water. And then the first, yeah, the first place guy towards the end just hopped in a car to cross and then jumped off and crossed the finish line and then later claimed, oh, I did it as a joke. And then, Frank. and then the second guy took a mixture of like something, I don't remember what it was, and strychnine, which is a poison. And almost died. And then one guy, because it was so dusty and dry, yeah. he just inhaled so much dust that it like tore up his esophagus. Jeez. He had to go to the hospital. Was this some like MK Ultra shit where the government was just like experimenting? <laughs> on it was people? just like, like the worst. <laughs> why would you do that? And then there was a Cuban guy who was participating and he forgot to get clothing to run the race. So he was wearing like dress clothes. And someone before the race came over with the scissors and just cut his dress pants off at the knees. So he was nice. wearing like shorts instead of pants. And he ran the whole thing in that. Dude, so, fashion icon. Yeah. It reminds me, wasn't there an Olympics where, um, I see it on Reddit all the time. It's when like this Native American who was running a race, like a bunch of people threw out his shoes. Oh, so Jim he, Thorpe. Yeah, yeah. And like he threw out or like he picked up shoes from the garbage and then won. Yep. What a badass. Right. Very much so. Yeah, I guess that was just a, a complete disaster. So that's fun. Oh, I wish All there was in TV. One yeah, like, literally just one. I mean, a marathon's a long event, granted, well, but also the scientists like what timing to be like. You know what? Kind of an experiment. Yeah, like just a large sample size. Don't here. give them water. We're just gonna test how they handle dehydration. How, whose idea? Was yeah, that? Right. and also I, haven't humans known about dehydration yeah, I mean, for well, a while? And if you want to test it, like. Maybe do it for an 800 meter or something. Not an entire marathon. You're running 26 miles. I think you deserve water. <laughs> right. And again, like it's 1904. We've been known about dehydration. <laughs> I, think, I think we're okay. We can just give them water. Was this all Americans or like these are just random contestants? It was just random contestants or participants. I guess Dude. I don't know if you call them contestants. This is it's yeah, like right. not a game show. And next up on the marathon. <laughs> next up on show? the Olympics. Right. Well, classic America, just like. Why? Yeah. Like, no other country would do that. Of course, it's right. in St. Louis that this happens, yeah. Damn. All right. Well, I told these two that I am doing a, a folklore creature, and the way I want to try and get them to figure out what it is before I tell them is we're going to play a little a little segment, like a dating game kind of situation. So they have two to three questions each that they can ask me, and I'll answer to give them hints at characteristics about this creature and we're going to see if they can figure out what it is so who would like to ask a question first wait i have a question before the questions okay <laughs> this um, counts is that like <laughs> is that like getting three wishes from a yeah, genie, genie and asking for like, question questionception yep um 
can I, you said characteristics. Can I ask region? Yes. Okay, shit. That doesn't count as one of my questions. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go first? I you. can try and go first. All right. Yeah. What do you Let's got for see me here? Wait. Hopefully. Can you answer like only yes or no? No, I can answer like with details. Oh, nice. oh okay. Ooh. As long what, as what, I have, I'll, to, I'll ask the. As long one. as I have the details, I will tell you. What region is this uh, monster in? So you know, I like to hang out mostly in the U.S. Mostly in like central U.S., kind of like a little more like centrals, like hmm. towards the eastern side a little bit. But you know, I've I've been I've been seen in various places like I. There's claims that I've been in Chernobyl, but you know, no one's verified these things. So, but mostly the U.S. Can we only guess one time? No, or you can. Is it Mothman? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> wow, that was really quick. Yeah. Mothman. Yeah. Man, I don't know shit about Mothman. I guess I'm gonna learn. <laughs> hey yo, can I, I get a, like a prize or something? Another I was gonna shot. bring a prize, but Another I didn't. Shot. I, yeah, I was gonna bring a prize, but I didn't have time to bring a prize. So I mean, I'm. There's more of that shot Wait, that I made, yeah. so if you want another one of those, oh, Jacob, yeah. before you start that shot, no, Jacob, before you start, please, <laughs> please share your recipe of this delicious concoction. So it's peach schnapps, nice. vanilla vodka, blue curacao, and a splash of orange juice. Bro, hit me up another one. <laughs> <laughs> one. We'll call it the Mothman shot because Ooh. that's what we're talking about. Oh my god, that is actually perfect. that's impressive that you, you got it after one though. How did you know, Ev? One second. Oh, he's concentrating pouring the shot at for, for audio um, listeners honestly, out there. Honestly, just because of that, uh, we've talked about Mothman before, oh, and know. once you said Central U.S., I was like waiting, like, and then you said East Coast, I'm like, yeah, it's Mothman, yeah. and also the oh. Chernobyl, yeah, thing. Oh, that well, kind of got me too. Um, I'd like to point out for audio listeners, Evan poured me a shot that is way too high, and then he poured about half in his cup so <laughs> welcome to 90 minutes of hell <laughs> Shit. this is the raising process right. <laughs> i'm just gonna talk to the audience the whole time right anyway. that is just... what we are all doing oh right. yeah oh wait oh, yeah. <laughs> why are we here <laughs> who are we talking to wait jacob are you gonna take one too i feel like we should salute to mothman. is there anything left in there yeah yeah i mean i can take another one salute to mr moth yeah salute to mothman also classic me i always do that the bars too with uh pictures I always fill it up all the way to the top for other people. Yeah. And always just give myself like just, just a, a little teensy bit. little bit. And then you're like, well, I guess I'll buy the next one. Yep. <laughs> I always feel so bad. Oh, all Jacob, right. we have to cheers. cheers to oh, I thought you guys took yours already. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Louise. Well, mine's gone, so. But yes, as Evan guessed, we are talking about the Mothman today. So I, I've realized that we've been talking about some pretty like serious and kind of heavy topics for the past few like seven weeks, <laughs> yeah, right. so I figured I'd do something a little more like fun and lighthearted. So this is just going to be a, a little bit about some of the folklore creatures that America has to offer. So it'll finally be an episode of yours. I don't go, ooh, yeah, right. well, like at least three to four times. You might do it once or twice, just because there's like one section that's pretty bad. But mm. I mean, it's it's not going to be as bad as a lot of the other stuff we've talked about. So right, Fine. it's not going to be like an hour of just me talking about people dying in the streets or whatever yeah so you know you're just your usual lighthearted history yeah your <laughs> your normal stuff so for before i get into it my sources i used all that's interesting.com medium.com uh there's a good buzzfeed unsolved video so i felt like mark for a little hey, bit shout out mark uh nerdist.com and singular 40 
So those are my main sources. So ready to get into it? Have you heard of the Mothman, Alex? Honestly, I'm not that into the the folklore monsters. Okay. So, but I'm ready to learn. Okay, because I honestly, br- oh sorry, no, I was just gonna say I briefly mentioned them in the Men in Black series, but I didn't really do like a deep dive on them. So, Dude, I mm. love Men in Black. It's a great honestly, film. Honestly, thought you might have known a little bit just because uh, Marshall is like obsessed with the Fallout series. Oh shit! Is it in the Fallout series? It's in Fallout seventy six, which no one plays. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like, know that. That was one of the things where like I, we bought it right like we we pre-ordered it and then marshall was like this fucking sucks and i'm like dude just give it another try they keep putting updates out and he's like ruined nope ruined last time i talked <laughs> to him hasn't even opened up the no. the disc no but here's the thing though he would open it and again he's probably listening right now oh my gosh that's so funny we're talking smack <laughs> um he'll probably open it try it out and be like hmm. I guess it wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'll, I can play it with them actually too. We yeah, because that's an online one, right? Dude. Yeah. I like a multiplayer uh, game pass. I'm definitely one of those gals that like, I love watching Marshall I was going to say, games. you like watching him play, I've heard. Yeah, dude, Zelda, sorry, I'm getting way off track. You're supposed to be talking about Mothman, <laughs> but I'm going to talk about Breath of the Wild. That game that game's is amazing. So, it's so much fun to watch people play that yeah. game. I've watched my buddy Nate play that game for like hours. So I was a little skeptical at first because he was playing Skyrim. And I loved Skyrim because Marshall turned into a vampire or his character, his character <laughs> yeah. turned into a, va- into a vampire. Yeah, Wait, can we get him back in here? Cause yeah. I need to talk to him about this. Yeah, Marshall Seriously. turned into Edward. <laughs> right. Uh, um, team Jacob all the way, by the way. Um, if hey, anyone's thanks. been watching Tick. Um, hey. Oh, <laughs> no, anyways. So then he was playing Breath of the Wild and I was like diehard fan of Skyrim. And then I was like, what is this Breath of the Wild? Boo. And then. I love it now. And then we even have baby Kuroks. I don't know if I, how you guys say it, but we say Kuroks. Oh, you, oh, got, yeah. you guys have those little figurines at your yeah. house, right? Yeah. And I hide them in my dying house plants. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing their job, are they? <laughs> no. I do malnourish them. Like, I don't give them water or anything. But ah, that'll happen. Anyways, sorry. Mothman. So, the Mothman. Standing at anywhere from six to eight feet tall with gray or brownish skin. The Mothman is a North American cryptid that has been sighted since the late days of 1966 and as current as the past year. Its mythos rivals that of other infamous cryptids, such as the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot, and really has taken on a life of its own. With sightings numbering in the hundreds and even a major motion picture based on the creature, it has cemented itself in the folklore of America. So where did the tale of this winged humanoid begin, and how was has it sustained itself over 50 years? Let's dive into the story of the Mothman and find out. I'm so excited to like hear what it eats. Yeah. <laughs> See, that or I don't know. it has have. a lover. No. <laughs> Does Mothman have a female lover? Because I would love that. Maybe that's you can why write so the, You can write the fanfic <laughs> and make it true. Dude, because, I mean, obviously it came from somewhere, right? Mothman and, like, butterfly girl. <laughs> Like what, Mothra. what? What came first, yes. Mothman or, or the egg, or the egg, the egg. <laughs> or the cocoon? Wait, are they in cocoons? Yeah, probably. Are. I had no idea. I don't fucking know science. Well, let's see if we can figure out where this thing came from. Yeah. So the first ever sightings of the Mothman were reported in and around the relatively small town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in the waning months of November 1966. The first people to see it were a group of grave diggers working in a cemetery in Clendenin, West Virginia, just over an hour away from uh, Point Pleasant. 
So they claimed to see a large humanoid being that appeared to be a shade of brown fly directly over their heads, moving rapidly from tree to tree. So that was the first ever sighting. Not many details. Sorry, but what year was that? 1966. Early. Yeah. Hmm. So or it's like, or recent. I it's, mean. Well, it's been around for over 50 years now. So, yeah. I mean, the story of the Mothman, at least. So only three days after that initial report, two couples, Linda and Roger Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet, were out driving in the forest near the abandoned explosive and TNT storehouses that had originally been set up there during World War II. It sounds like something straight out of a cartoon. <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, here's our big factory of uh, TNT. Yeah, there's the literally a TNT factory with like these uh, concrete igloos in the middle of the forest where they would store stuff. Huh. And it was just a munitions like storehouse, but I don't know why West Virginia was chosen, but I, I guess this is just like we're gonna put it here. Yeah, everywhere was just kind of a hub for just like ammunition. For yeah, all World War II activity. Everything mm -hmm. was going towards the war effort. So, so this was kind of a popular area for the local youths to go hang out and do whatever, smoke some, uh, smoke some grass. I mean, it's the mid-60s, so you can assume. And of course they choose the TNT factory. Yeah, right. So, it's like no balls, light one with a cigarette. <laughs> light it up. I mean, they're abandoned now, so it's not. It, this is over 20 years after, but. Oh, oh right. yeah. Sure, sure. But uh, despite the land having been somewhat contaminated by the leftovers from this project, people still went to go hang out there because it's in the middle of a forest. There's already a set-up location. You can go hang out inside, just bring a lantern or whatever and hang out with your friends. So while they were driving on the roads near this area, the two women spotted something near the TNT plant shuffling towards the entrance. So the couples pulled up to observe it and gave the description as follows. They said it had no arms or head. It had massive folded wings on its back. And to, when it turned and looked at them, it had two beaming red eyes. And Ooh. the red eyes is pretty much the most common characteristic besides the wings of this creature. Mm -hmm. Everyone that sees it says either red eyes and sometimes it's yellow or like green. So right. it varies based on who's seeing it. But yeah, but that's a pretty common thing. Depends how red their eyes are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Smoking the ganj. Ooh. But even if they were coming up, I'll tell you why I think even if they were smoking, that I kind of give more credence to their story than most other ones because mm -hmm. yeah. the, a lot of the stuff that they talk about is kind of it's it's kind of weird for if if they were all like baked out of their minds, I don't think they would have been able to have as credible as a story as they do, but I guess that's... Yeah, we're all just assuming that yeah. we're smoking. They're mean... probably like, no, we're literally just out there. <laughs> we're dive. just hanging, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. We've got a pop there is literally, reporter. There and... is nothing in there that said they're smoking, but I mean... Oh. In yeah. the BuzzFeed Unsolved video, that's what sh one of the, the hosts goes immediately to. He's just like, when was this? 1966? So they're smoking some of that that crazy, those those wacky lettuce? cigarettes the or whatever. Lettuce, the wacky tobacco. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what he calls it, but he calls it like a, a crazy cigarette or something <laughs> like <yeah>. that. <laughs> I love it. So after they observed this creature shuffling for a few moments by the entrance, the couple decided to turn tail and get out of there and began to drive off in their car. So they were in Roger Scarberry's 1957 Chevy and they were heading back towards town when they noticed that the creature had appeared in front of the car. And as flying it flying or, or, or just walking? 
as it appeared in front of the car, it shot up into the sky. Oh, my. And then began subsequently chasing their car, reaching speeds up to 100 miles an hour, what? Ac- according to these couples. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they were booking in their car. Yes. So, so he, was, he was speeding down the road in his Chevy, and this thing was apparently flying above and around their car, keeping up with them. I'm thinking about moths. Okay. <laughs> I know moths inherently like, aren't that scary of a yeah, thing. But like, no, but a large man though. But it's like there's if it's at night, right? And they're the only light in the area. And you think about moths, they're gonna go towards the light. Right? <laughs> yeah. So like, it's not gonna work well for you guys when you're driving, no matter what, because it's the only light in the area, probably. Right? Yep. And yeah. the moths, the moth, the moth man. It's going to be like, ooh, late. When, yeah. <laughs> when I was like coming up with that dating game idea, I was like, I hope someone asked me, like, Bachelor number one, if I were to, if you were to serenade me with your favorite song, what would it be? I was going to be like, this little light of mine. Oh, there gonna... you go. <laughs> or, or another one, blinded by yes. <laughs> Anything to do with light. Yeah, there you go. So this creature was about six feet tall, and they observed that it had about a 10-foot wingspan and was gliding above and around the car, as I said. And they made they described the sound that it made as sort of a squeaking noise or slight screeching noise. Uh, uh. And for a descriptor, they said it sounded similar to a record player being played at a really high speed mm. or kind of like a mouse squeak. And what I interpret that as is, is like, it sounds kind of like Alvin and the Chipmunks esque, yeah. or like, mm. but just like random noises, not actual words. So take that as you will. Mm. Either way, that wouldn't be a cool thing yeah. to hear. I'm just picturing <laughs> yeah. like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, like oh, a really high screeching noise. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't be fun. So especially not when it's chasing you. At yeah, 100 and you're a hundred miles an hour in the dark in the car. Yeah, no way. So after this, while you're high as fuck, absolutely baked, bro. Bad trip, bad trip, bad trip. Are you guys seeing this right now? <laughs> and they call that strand of marijuana the Mothman. From <laughs> <laughs> we got the shot, and we got the strand of weed. <laughs> strand, strain. Jeez, Louise. So after this terrifying event, the couples debated on going to the police to report what they had seen, but they didn't really think anyone would believe them mm-hmm. because. It's a pretty far-fetched story. So instead, they went back to where they first saw it, and they actually surprisingly spotted it again in a field nearby, kind of doing that weird shuffling that it was doing. And what they said is it could fly very well and move well in the air, but on the ground, it didn't seem like it could really move very quickly. It kind of just, think of like a penguin waddle, I feel Mm -hmm. like that would probably be similar to what it was probably doing. Yeah. But I don't know because I didn't see it. <laughs> so, Dude, time travel is a thing. I would go to this place first. See it? Screw Hitler. I'm going to go see Mothman. Mothman. Okay. I heard something that was actually pretty true about if you could go back to one event and change it, what would you change? And immediately everyone's going to say, oh, I want to go kill Hitler. Yeah. And... Most people are going to say, well, I want to kill Hitler as a baby. But then you just look like a guy who killed a random baby. Yeah, now you're just and then murdering if, babies. Baby if, murderer. If, if you decide to go kill him when he's actually in power, there's no way you're going to be able to get to him easily and no. be able to kill him unless you take back like some sort of high-powered rifle that yeah. we have now or something. Yeah. But Here's it's just going to be such a tough thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds good on paper. but Here's the thing. I'm going to get a little dire here because we... 
I'm going to bring it down because you guys, <laughs> all the other episodes. We're trying to have a before. fun episode, yeah. Alex. Sorry. <laughs> Alex is like, that's some nice fun you're having. That'd be a real shame like if I threw a grenade into it. The baby's the best bet because it's okay. Well, if you would just suffocate it. We are not advocating <laughs> child murder. And you just Because then it would be like, well, this baby died. Babies die all the time. What are you going to do? I mean, that's honestly, like, you could probably poison a baby back in 19... 19- Eight fifteen or whatever the hell he was born, and like they did not have the same forensics that we have, right. so I feel like you'd probably get away with that. See, but the thing is about Hitler too is that somebody else would have done it. Oh yeah, if we had the uh, option to, to do, do it. it. Yeah, you, yeah, you would come back from time travel, and it would instead of Hitler, it would be like Bergenheimer, or some other Bergenheimer, <laughs> some Bergermeister. Bergermeister. German at kill. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, I did it. Yeah, so did I. Oh, shit. <laughs> Neither of us did <laughs> Mark would be the only... You're the replacement for Mark, so you have to know German. Yes. Uh, Bergenheim. Bergenheim. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, go back to Mothman. <laughs> please get us off it. <laughs> <laughs> so once they went back and saw this creature again, they did decide to go to the police. So they went to the, share, or the courthouse, and being that this is a relatively small town in the 1960s, everyone kind of knew each other. So the deputy actually knew these people that came in to give their report. And being as he kind of knew their personalities and their temperaments, he he did believe them when they came in because I'm pretty sure they were just being hysterical and kind of freaking out, which rightfully so if they actually did have this happen to them. Mm -hmm. And the couples claimed that they took all four of them into separate rooms to ask them to write down statements. And apparently all of their statements did match up pretty well. So... This is where it comes in where if they even if they were smoking or whatever and they were under the influence of something that it would be pretty hard I feel like if there is four people that were super high that saw something to go to the police first of all while you're under the influence and then write statements that all line up. I just feel like that's not very plausible. Yeah. But yeah, like if it's us three that like went through this i know if i got individually questioned i just over exaggerate everything sober yeah, yeah. so i can't mm-hmm. imagine like being under the influence of something i'd be like this thing was just the size of a right. <laughs> a, a plane to <laughs> me the fact that they saw it twice right like the first yeah. time they're smoking right and the smoking lasts an hour hour and a half they're being chased by it blah 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 but then during that time they go back and they see it again yeah and like and then Mystery Inc. was born. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, in the BuzzFeed Unsolved video, he, uh, one of the hosts is like, when do you hear stories like this and the couples or the people that see something terrifying like they did, when do the people go back to try and be like, I want to make sure that is actually what I saw? Right. <laughs> like, that's a bold move. <laughs> It's probably just one guy who was driving. Yeah, and everyone's like, and, no! <laughs> no, it was actually, uh, it was Roger Scarberry who was driving. It was actually his girlfriend or wife. I don't know if they were married, but it was actually her that was like, we can't go to the cops. They're going to think we're crazy. We have to go see if this is actually what we saw, if we were just like making shit up or whatever. So Another badass bitch in history. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the women were the first one to see it too, so they're all over this. Is this Jesus being awakened again, or is this Mothman? (laughs) (laughs) So the reports that these couples actually wrote are on display now in Point Pleasant in the Mothman Museum. So if if you go visit there, you can actually go and look at these if you wanted to. 
Jacob, you didn't mention that there was a museum. Well, I'm going to get to it later. Don't worry. Is Point Pleasant still like a pretty small town? Yeah, it's relatively small. Like, it's not a huge town. It's it's similar to smaller towns that we live around. So, like, it's not anything huge. It's got like a pizza place and a a coffee shop and small businesses, but nothing like huge. Hmm. So. So the couples and the deputy went back to the scene of the encounter after they had given their reports, and supposedly they heard weird noises, they saw a random dust cloud, and they even found a hoof-like footprint in the dirt in the area that they claimed to have seen it. So I don't know if the dust cloud eh, means anything or the strange noises, because it's a pretty densely wooded area, but Mm -hmm. the hoof print's kind of weird. Yeah, is this thing just like a little bit of everything? Like part goat even i i guess or there's just someone like taking their horse on a, a joy ride through the forest right. during the middle well, of the I night mean, but... in theory like maybe there was a dust like he flew away right like he like stepped and right. then took off i guess if you are walking through the forest and you shine your light in a certain area and there's just a giant cloud of dust like something but... was just there it'd probably mm-hmm. be a little unsettling but Aren't deer in the area i'd assume i would assume smaller... so oh, wait, yeah. they have way smaller hooves than horses it's, it didn't say, like, what kind of hoof print it was. It was just, it said a hoof print, so who knows. Yeah. But, I mean, this is, like, now it's kind of a wildlife sanctuary, mostly for birds, so I don't know what other kind of creature, like, wildlife is in the area, but... That's just yeah. what the government wants you to think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Conspiracy. Wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. <laughs> so, Linda Scarberry, the one who had originally been one of the people to see it and had been the one to say, we have to go see if that's actually what we saw. She had to be treated for mental shock after the incident and even claimed that she was getting some weird phone calls after it happened. And the good old men in black apparently even visited her. So this is where it kind of ties back to that. Really? FBI, CIA? Which one? Which one is is men in black? Or is it truly men in black? Who knows? See, but here's the thing. We need to change that to like the the Patrick, like we. <laughs> Where it's like we don't know, maybe. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say you had something. Like for me, like I, I said at the top, like I'm a big skeptic when it comes to history, especially. So I, I'm really trying to keep an open mind to Linda because they saw her or saw it. But, like, to me, I'm just picturing a dude dressed up like a moth, maybe in hoof things. Like, I'm, I, my rational brain is trying to pick pick apart, like, what, maybe yeah. he's just pulling a prank. But the thing that, that got me is that they saw it 20 years earlier, right? Like, the cryptid was sighted 20 years earlier, and mm-hmm. now it's sighting again in 1966. <sighs> yeah, like, first by the gravediggers. Oh, computer turned off. First by the gravediggers, then by this couple. Well, actually, well, the gravediggers was just three days before, so oh, it's, it, was three it, days. it wasn't it wasn't years before. Oh. Yeah, so it, this is all happening within a pretty short time span. So I'm keeping an open mind, but yeah, Mr. Cryptid, I, I'm keeping an open mind just for Linda's sake. She, had, <laughs> she took a turn into mental hospital, and it was a lot. So, see, here's the thing. Uh, I've been asked if I believe most of the stuff that I talk about, like the alien stuff and all that, yeah. and I pretty much tell people I'm more on the skeptic side than I am on the believer side. But the thing with me is that I want a lot of it to be true because it would make things a lot more fun if it was. 100%. Totally. 
But I also know that a lot of this is based a lot on speculation and people's firsthand accounts, which are notoriously not as reliable as they would right. like them to be. So, I mean, I I just like to think that this could be true just because it adds a little excitement. And I think the 100 mile an hour thing got to me. Before I was like, all right, Mr. Mothman, he's dressed up with some wings, which yeah. is pretty impressive because how can you fly in the 1960s and whatever? But the 100 mile an hour thing, I think, got me. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. That, that's why I think the, the first story is more believable, just because all their stories matched up. They all told the same account, and like even the deputy believed their story, which mm-hmm. could be biased just because he knew who they were. Right. But also, on the contrary, if you knew who they were, then you would know whether these people were reliable or if right. they were kind of the people that went around town spouting all this nonsense kind of thing. So, Tall tales. Yeah. So did all of them kind of have mental things happen? Uh, I would assume they probably didn't have a great time afterwards, <laughs> but she was kind of the one that was pointed out more so than the others yeah. for having to get treated for it. But, Can you imagine like just seeing a regular moth after seeing <laughs> Moth Man? Yeah. It's like, oh, get out of here. But the, the thing is, they say they say it stands like a, more of a bird, and it has like kind of baddish wings, so I, the, oh. the Moth Man moniker is just more so a name. I, I guess I never asked, why do they call it Moth Man? I'll yeah. get to it in a oh. little bit. Yeah, so. I even looked at like... Just looked up pictures of it, like on the internet. Oh. Yeah, so actually, none that, of it looks like a moth. So the yeah, actually, the next day, the sheriff held a press conference in the like in the town discussing what happened, and this is where it started to get press in the local papers and national papers. The media. And so this is when it actually got the name the Mothman, and what people pretty much think is that since Batman was so popular, that they kind of just took the Batman name and didn't want to take Batman itself and just called it the Mothman. So that's where it kind of got its name from because it looked like Batman, but they didn't want to say Batman. But so. DC that's would hilarious. have sued their ass. Yeah, so, so Mothman. <laughs> that's hilarious because, I mean, if if I would have heard, oh, there's Batman, I would have thought it was a superhero, right? Yeah. Like, I would not be afraid of it, but I You're bet right. the media was like, hmm, how do we make this scary? But moths, and then they chose moths. Yeah, moths. <laughs> moths aren't scary. I just Same mosquito man. People will yeah. nuke that thing. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. so funny. So mm. one of the headlines actually read: "Couples see man-sized bird, creature, something." <laughs> <laughs> and then in the article, they described it as a man with wings. So it's hmm. it's kind of already getting yeah, like attributes attributed to what it looks like how it acts kind of stuff like that so so at this point when the story goes national they start getting reports like from all over this area there was two firefighters that claimed to see a quote very large bird with red eyes another man named newell partridge of salem west virginia claimed that he had Odd patterns appearing in his TV and heard strange sounds outside his home. And then once he went outside to investigate and illuminated the area the noises were coming from, there's two red eyes that stared back at him. And he even claimed that the Mothman took his pet dog, who disappeared shortly after he saw this. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so Where's Mizuki? <laughs> yeah, so now it's not being an innocuous presence. It's actually making physical effects on the area that it's in. 
So another local woman named Marcella Bennett described her encounter with the Mothman as follows. And now I'm going to have to try and do my best female voice. (laughs) Okay, you're going to have to rate this from one to ten. (laughs) And go. He was sh- oh. <laughs> no no no. Oh, perfect. Ten, ten. <laughs> well, she's been the, she's been a smoker for yeah, seven years. <laughs> he was shaped like a a male. The huge wings. The way he was standing. The head like a bird. I'll never forget the way he was standing. It was like he was just relaxing. Like he was just waiting for that moment for me to to walk up. The neck looked like it went down in like a bird, way down to the neck. To me, it wasn't of this world. You sounded what? like an old-time newsboy. You say extra, has, extra. Has not hit extra, extra, read all about it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Even more and more. This guy should have been Birdman. Birdman? Birdman, yeah. Okay, can you get... Okay, on the spot right now, come up with a better name than Mothman for this creature. Mm-hmm. Other than Birdman. <laughs> I think I come up with one later on. I'll see if I can find it. Wasp man. Uh, no, it has to be Wasp like, man. <laughs> what's a what's a shit bird? That's a, a shit bird. A shit pigeon bird. man. Pigeon man. <laughs> the raven. Dude, birds are actually kind of scary though. They are. Oh, you do not Dude. mess around with birds. Oh, I don't think I ever talked about this on the show. I was over at Evan's house one time. We were hanging out outside, and we were playing beard arts. I was sitting underneath a tree in his yard. And there's only one tree. So for reference for the listeners, Evan lives in like a townhouse complex. So he's got a small fenced in yard and he's got one tree in his yard. So I was sitting under the majority of the tree and we were playing beard arts, which for those of you that don't know, you sit in a circle with people around however many people you have and you set a beer by your feet and people try and puncture it with darts and then you have to drink to where the hole is and then all that good stuff. It's a classic. But we were playing this game. And a bird from the tree shits on me, on my shirt. So I go inside, I wipe it off. I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, that's just bad luck. Go outside, like, not even five minutes later, shits on me again. <laughs> Literally Targeted. within, like, a, less than a span of five minutes. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. So. It was. Ah, that's God, when you gotta that pack so up funny. yeah that's what i was up. like I, guys i just i don't know <laughs> and then later that same day we recorded the lizzie borden episode yep. so you know it was just a nuts okay <laughs> jacob was just gritting through his teeth the entire <laughs> podcast yeah he's like i just got shot by a bird and the dumbass my left got too drunk <laughs> <laughs> that was a long day so in all it was estimated that up to a thousand people every night would be out looking for the creature after all these reports started flooding in. So hmm. people from all different towns were out. I don't know if this means they were actively like going out into the woods and looking yeah. and stuff like that, or if it just means that people were kind of out on the sidewalk by their house looking at the skies and stuff like that. But either way, there is plenty of people getting attention. Like this Mothman was getting attention from plenty of people, I should say. So... The owner of the local pizza place called Village Pizza, she actually tells a story in the BuzzFeed Unsolved video to the guys, and they ask her, well, what was your most scary story that you've heard from the Mothman? Yeah. And she tells them a story about who I believe is Linda Scarberry, because she says it's from a person named Danny Scarberry's mother, mm. and this is based on YouTube comments, but... Someone apparently looked into the Scarberry family and found that 
Linda Scarberry had a daughter named Danielle, who they called Danny. Yeah. And then actually had another son after that named Danny. Hmm. So they pretty much deduce, like, they think this story is about Linda Scarberry's daughter. Yeah. But basically, she says that Danny Scarberry's mother had an encounter with the Mothman where the Mothman actually tried to take her child and she had to pretty much wrestle her child back from the Mothman. And she says this is that was like the most terrifying story that I've heard personally. Oh, my God. Well, it's like, did the Mothman have like an an agenda against Linda because like saw her and then after after that encounter with the four people, it seems like all this crazy shit started. Right, exactly. So and there's a lot of reports saying like because Linda had to be treated for shock and all that, she kind of did start having more break like mental breaks and stuff. So who knows if she was telling a truthful story or if maybe she was just kind of in psychosis by that point just because of what she had already gone through. But I'm not going to discredit her and say that she is lying because who knows. Mm-hmm. But right. It's kind of crazy. I just looked up the population of Point Pleasant. It's only 4,000 people. Yeah, it's a small. Wow. It's, so this is a really small town. You said like 1,000 people a night were looking for. That's just like thing, in the West Virginia it. area, like around sure. this town too. Like right. the one guy was from Salem, West Virginia, which I don't know how far away that is from Point Pleasant. But, yeah. yeah. So who knows? But I can't imagine like what the like what the general public was thinking like after all these incidents happened and what just the a time. very short time in less than a year. Yeah. So. So, I mean. Obviously, like, we're looking back at it now, like, oh, this is all silly or whatever. Right. But even if it's just a myth, like, there's just kind of hysteria going around yeah, about and the, it. And that's why it survived for so long. It's just yeah. because of how quickly it took hold and how quickly people just latched so on to the when story. when was the Cold War? This has something to do with it. It was, like, the 80s. Was it the 80s or thought it was, like, the it, 60s? It was, like, 70s, 80s, yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I was sure. going to say, because around, like, certain times of, like, wartime, people are in, in general hysteria. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I guess this is kind of different because yeah, it's this like... is kind of like in the middle of when World War Two ended and the Cold War began. Pretty mm. much, this is like the hippie, like hippie era, right? Like right before all that, like came to an end. Interesting. So after her encounter with the Mothman on that first night, Linda Scarberry claimed to have like poltergeist activity happening around her house, and at the same time, people in the general area were reporting that. Police dispatches would be interrupted. Electrical appliances were malfunctioning. Doors would mysteriously open and shut. And cars would malfunction with no apparent reason. And there's an increase in UFO sightings around this time as well. Hmm. And so with all these weird things happening, it kind of made people believe that Mothman could be more than just some sort of weird creature, but more of like maybe an alien type creature or something that can manipulate the physical surroundings that it's in. Do just to call back to our gems of horror episode, what was it called where like a creature starts like just in the mind of someone? Like when enough people believe in it, it starts manifesting into a real thing. That was actually in the Men in Black series. That's it's it's a tulpa. Tulpa, yeah. yeah. So it's base it's called like a thought form energy ghost, which is basically like if you give enough energy to an idea, then it can start to physically manifest in the world. I mean, speculating, like, thousands of people were looking for this thing at, exactly. at night, and right. clearly everyone was just in that hysteria, so if right. tulpas exist, I mean, it makes total sense that this thing would manifest and mess around with the energy and all right. that, because right. we just know that poltergeists just in general do that. Right, exactly. Yeah. 
he says matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so sightings weren't just contained to Point Pleasant, as I mentioned when Evan asked the question earlier. So it, supposedly there were reports from around Chernobyl just before they had their historic meltdown. There was apparently sightings. I'm going to say this. It's all supposed. So right. mm-hmm. uh, there's supposed sightings on 9-11 just before the tower attacks. And there's the there's more reports recently from Chicago, which is I'll, I'll get into that later. But yeah, the, the Chernobyl and 9-11 are just all like rumor or very curious about the 9-11 yeah. story and i'll get into that in my next point which leads into me talking more so about how mothman could maybe be some sort of like warning sign i guess you could call it like an omen type thing yes exactly so mothman sightings continued for about a year culminating on december 15th 1967 when disaster struck point pleasant so that day, the Silver Bridge, which was a connecting point between Point Pleasant and Gallipolis, Ohio, ran, that ran over the Ohio River, collapsed. So traffic on the bridge had been backed up, and it was loaded with cars from like Christmas shopping and just general rush hour traffic. And the bridge, which was originally built in 1928, which was constructed at a time when cars were a lot lighter... For reference, the Model T weighed about 1,500 pounds at the time it was built versus in 1967, the average vehicle weighed about 4,000 pounds, so over double the weight that a normal car weighed at the time. With the load of cars on the bridge, it got strained, as you would expect it to, and the engineers who had built the bridge had not really built it with much caution, leading to the lack of fail-safes in the design. Basically, if one part of the bridge failed, it would lead to kind of a domino effect that would, it would be unlikely that anything would be in place to stop other parts from failing as well. And for reference, the Three Sisters bridges in Pittsburgh, which were constructed roughly around the same time, used about eight I-bars, which are connecting, basically it's like a chain on a bicycle. Mm -hmm. They connect together like that. They used about eight I-bars in a section, whereas the Silver Bridge only used two. Oh, wow. What? So they really didn't Holy construct it as cautiously as a lot of the other ones in the, like around the time. So only a week and a half before Christmas, one of these I-beams on the Ohio side of the bridge cracked. This caused one of the chains to snap and throw the bridge's delicate balance off. And cars would the, the bridge was wobbling enough that cars were getting thrown over the side at this point. And eventually the bridge itself fell to pieces causing the cars and those inside the cars to plummet into the cold of the Ohio River below. And in all, 46 of the 64 people thrown into the water died with causes varying from drowning to being crushed by falling debris or other vehicles. Jeez, this is the part that's sad. And it remains, at least from, I believe it was last year, this remains the deadliest bridge disaster in U.S. history. So, Oh, I bet. And the engineers probably were like, well, it's not a high population area. I mean, not giving them an excuse. But But this is, it's a, Ohio River is a big river. If you look at pictures of this bridge, it's a a big bridge. So uh, even after the fact, when they investigated to see like what had caused it, there was, I believe it was like a three centimeter crack in one of these Mm I-beams. Basically, they said, even if we would have been, 
doing proper like upkeep on this and looked at everything to make sure it was all good, they wouldn't have been able to tell. Right. It was like that much of a a little thing that caused this. But Jeez. yeah, so it it was not a good thing. So how does this relate to the Mothman? You I was about to say, <laughs> you just like kind of pipe that in yeah. to make it sad, or we so, have some tragic moments in the podcast. Right? <laughs> so in 1975, uh, author John Keel, who I talked quite a bit about in the Mothman series, he uh, was working on his theory about the Mothman being related to all of these bad, like o- ominous occurrences, and he tied the Mothman to being more of a harbinger of doom kind of being like the omen that you talked to you mentioned yeah and so in his book the mothman prophecies he actually brings this theory to light saying i believe there's a connection between this disaster and all of these mothman sightings because after the after this event the mothman sightings kind of died down for the most part so but yeah he he just Basically said, it's a harbinger of doom and a warning sign to people who saw it near some sort of late major landmarks, which is why it's supposedly been sighted near the 9-11 attacks and oh. Chernobyl. Oh, oh. Yeah. Kind of being like, I'm oh. showing up a couple days beforehand to try and say, something's going to happen here. You know, yeah, GTFO. Architect, check out your infrastructure. Yes. yes <laughs> Literally. Hawkman's just <laughs> like a stickler for infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Invest in infrastructure. Pulls out a chalkboard and he's just like, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You will not stand for a bad bridge. Especially (laughs) because jet fuel does not melt steel beams. Mothman does. (laughs) (laughs) Mothman can superheat anything he wants. Right? He started small with a little bridge and then he went to the uh, Twin Towers. So after this bridge collapse, Mothman sightings declined pretty significantly, as I said. However, that doesn't mean that the popularity of the Mothman has waned in the least bit. Point Pleasant has become a relatively large tourist attraction for those interested in the spooky and the strange. Like I said, they have local coffee shops and pizza places. They sell Mothman-themed merchandise. The pizza place sells a Mothman pizza where they kind of shape the pizza with toppings in the shape of a mothman with like little green okay. pepper legs Cute. and like olive red olives for eyes red olives yeah the pimento or whatever oh, they're called oh, oh the green ones with the red in them. yes okay, i was like Meh. that took me a second as well so i'm glad you <laughs> <in with> that <laughs> I, was I was like, like why do you just use tomatoes <laughs> yeah right but the the coffee shop sells little chocolate balls called mothman droppings Cute. <laughs> So it's kind of become <laughs> it's become kind of like a Roswell where they yeah. use their fame from this one incident yeah. as a, a way to propel tourism. So, so I was going to say, I literally saw on Reddit beforehand, and it's funny that you say I didn't know about Mothman. On Reddit, they showed the Mothman statue, and I didn't realize that it was Mothman. And the picture on Reddit showed a picture of behind the statue, yeah. and Mothman is it's got, dummy thick. It's got some bun, <laughs> dude. Mothman's got some buns. Look up right now, Evan. You do this I'm too. Looking it up. All audio listeners, please just go look up Mothman or like be- statue behind. Oh, uh, thick dude's got some buns. They're really well, and he's got six pack abs too. Yes, dude. He's <laughs> he's like the Again. perfection of just. 
the human body again. Yeah, right. Thank God I'm not wearing 3D glasses. I might get Women, in the this, face is the, this is the epitome of men. You may not like it, but this is what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. There needs to be a mo- again Mothman woman, right? Right. She would think she would love yeah, and Mr. Th- Mothman. And that's the thing. It's called Mothman, but no one knows if it has like a specific gender. So it's just kind of been given one. So it, it's Moth person oh, is more yeah, appropriate. True. But right. I guess back. it. Moth what was the sculpt? What was the sculptor? Just why? <laughs> Dude was just like, I gotta make this thing like thick as hell. <laughs> He's like, this is my statue. There's gonna David. be thousands <laughs> of people seeing this. Just... It's so defined. It's so <laughs> great. Wow. And, and it it gets right in between the wings too. Like he left a gap just so you could see that. You guys, if we're taking a field trip to White Whitewater, let's go take a field I, trip. Absolutely. <laughs> Which Virginia. I was just about to say, every September, this town has a, a festival called the Mothman Festival, which draws ten to 12,000 people annually, which that sounds like an absolute blast to me. <laughs> Our first picture is going to be with Mr. Mothman's butt. Yes. Pointing. So yeah, the thumbs up. Every September, every I think it's every third week in September they host the Mothman Festival, which oh, so fun. brings in almost triple the amount of people that actually live in the town, which is right. huge for their tourism industry and helps support a lot of those local businesses. Besides that, in 2016, there was a man who actually claimed to have taken photos of what he believes to be the Mothman jumping from tree to tree. And he personally swears by their authenticity, but it's obviously up to each person to decide whether they believe him or not. Right. And Evan, I'm sure you could find it if you wanted to look up 2016 Mothman photos on your yeah. computer or whatever. But it's basically a blurry photo of what looks to be a winged creature in the yeah. middle of the sky. And pretty much everyone says, since it's so digital at this point, that they they have no idea whether it was fake or real, right. but they just don't really want to spend the time to like do the hardcore research to find out. I mean, like... Looking at this photograph, yeah, it's clearly a winged creature, but it's also 2016. Why is it so blurry, and why aren't you taking a video? This looks more like the Wizard of Oz monkey. <laughs> the monkey, yeah. <laughs> this does not, like, if I picture Mothman. Fly, my children. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> that is so true. It looks exactly like the one that... So, like I said, it's up to each person to decide for themselves whether they want to believe this guy or not. But I mentioned Chicago earlier, and Chicago's kind of been the more modern hub of Mothman sightings. So from 2011, I believe, to pretty much current, there have been numerous reports of the Mothman being sighted in the area, mostly situated around the airport or near the lake or in the parks around that area. But people have claimed to see a creature resembling Mothman and hearing strange clicking or screeching noises, and... People have described it as similar to the sounds of brakes on a large truck. So when you think of uh, one of those large trucks braking really hard, how it has that kind of screeching sound, that's kind of what they describe it as. Yeah. So there's one report in 2020 of a woman having a pretty frightening encounter with the creature. She was a U.S. Postal Service worker of 17 years. And she was leaving her job at the sorting facility at O'Hare Airport, and she claimed that she ran into the creature. And this account comes from the uh, Singular Fordian article. And I will read the account for you now. It's kind of a longer one, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a voice for this I'll, one. Oh, uh, I was just about to ask, like, which voice are we going with? It has do to be sh- like a woman. I picture like you're a woman. 
You want to read it? <gasps> sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I am honored. <laughs> so it starts at I had, and then okay. just read. That's I believe three paragraphs. Yeah. So. I had just left work at the USPS sorting facility at O'Hare Airport at about 11, 11 p.m. on Thursday, the 24th of, of September, and was walking out to my car when I saw something standing at the far end of the parking lot where I usually park. At first, I thought it was a tall person with a long coat. As I got closer to my car, I unlocked my car, which caused my headlights to come on. My headlights hit the person standing about 20 to 25 feet from my car, causing it to turn and look right at me. I saw that this was not some person, but some red-eyed creature, and what appeared to be a coat, what appeared to be a coat, were actually wings, which it spread out as it turned to look at me. At first, I thought it was some kind of very, very large bird, but I've never seen any bird that stood almost seven feet tall. I'm five foot four, and this thing looked taller than me at by at least two feet. This thing, when when started making some type of chirping sound, almost a half chirp and half click, like someone was clicking their tongue, but much much faster. It then made some type of screeching sound and took off running toward me. It got to within ten feet of me and took off in the air and flew above me. I was screaming hysterically as I crouched down behind the car's open door and I dived into my car head first. I was in a near panic as I tried to start the car. Start the car, close and lock the doors and turn turn on my interior lights. I started my car and took off out of the parking lot and flew down the road till I hit the main road. I got home and told my husband who also works at the same same facility and he was the one who told me about the sightings of this thing. I was scared shitless and hope I never see this thing again. This thing is roaming around the area, scaring people half to death. I hope the airport people decide to do something about this thing someday. So that oh was my a, <laughs> so that was a report from last year yeah. of someone seeing this thing. So my first thought is that what's gonna happen in Chicago and I don't wanna go to Chicago. Yeah, I might not visit the bean anytime soon. Right. That thing will just, for whatever reason, just start rolling. You know, it's like physically right? impossible. Or it's going to be the airport. Like something's going to happen at the airport. Or maybe that's why the Cubs suck now. Brewers, 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 brewers. No, that's super scary. I mean, why would you make that up? Especially if it's like a, a West Virginia folk, like folklore. Mm-hmm. Like, why would that rain and, in uh, Chicago? One of the first questions that the people from Singular 40 and asked her when they got an interview with the person because she was pretty reluctant to talk at first obviously but uh they they talked to her and basically they asked her why wasn't there anyone else around that could have seen this and she Mm. said well i pretty much stay to facilitate the changeover of shifts from Mm. the shift that i work and the shift that comes in after me so i'm pretty much the only one left from that shift that leaves by themselves right so that's why she was walking out on her own but Mm-mm. that's terrifying <laughs> oh that's so scary and like i think you mentioned it why would anyone make this up yeah like that's so specific too right yeah and it just... directly leads back to like every other thing that they ever once said yeah all the same characteristics yeah it and i mean people will be like oh why didn't you get a picture i you just no. saw you just saw someone spread their wings in front of your car and Screech. then fly over the top of you screeching. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna be pulling out my. I'm gonna be diving in my car too. Yeah, 
Literally. That probably make sure to stop and like pick a right podcast. Probably Jones of History <laughs> podcast to listen to as I'm driving home. But... And then after you pick it, <laughs> continue screaming. <laughs> so depending on how ambitious I feel, I might try and recreate the sound that this thing makes oh like try and find like the record playing at a high speed and like a mouse squeak were gonna do it, like, no not know. not me physically i'm gonna like audio like render it oh, okay but Ooh, we'll right now wait evan you try it i dare you so I, you I, said it's like someone clicking their tongue so it's or... like and screeching. it's a mix between like a mouse squeaking and like a tongue clicking and yeah okay so oh, here we go so it's kind of like a <laughs> you have to do it at the same time. It's not separate things. It's not, that's All not right, possible. you try it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> no, I can't. Wait. Oh no. no, it's gonna be okay. I can't click my tongue. Though. Okay, wait. Time out. Let's let's. So I'll click my tongue. You do a screen. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Work Tanda. together. Work together. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point where this, we need a video product. For yeah. this that was so funny. This audio, you're going to have a horrible time mixing this. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun listening back to this. <laughs> so you're either going to get me like audio producing something or you're going to get that. <laughs> so, we'll Honestly, see. We'll or you get both. It. Maybe do a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll throw it in the background. And then we'll do point. a Twitter poll at the Gems of History <laughs> podcast. Which one was better? All right. So... Whatever people are seeing, it's kind of getting up close and personal at this point. So is it real? Uh, Like I said earlier, it kind of depends on whether you want to believe in it or not. There's so many people that swear on its authenticity based on like people that they trust telling them stories or whether they've seen it themselves. So it's similar to any other thing like Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. Like I said earlier, it depends on whether you want to be open to it or not. So... There's a ton of theories on what the uh, creature could be. Yeah. Uh, some believe that the contamination that I mentioned earlier from that old TNT manufacturing and storage area may have mutated a bird and eventually created what we know as Mothman. Uh, others believe that there was some sort of experiment that the government was working on around the same time and then got loose and it's now running wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here it is. My, my name for it. Oh, yeah. Perhaps the high-flying harbinger is a type of interdimensional being that can jump in and out of our dimension and only shows up at certain times or Whoa. like an alien being. And that would kind of be like all of the electrical interferences and stuff like that. Dude, after all of the, like the government has released all of the UFO sightings, I am more inclined to think that it's an alien than because for me, no animal is going to live from 1966 to 2020. Right. Yeah. And still right. be that kind of like, make that noise insert jacob insert noise here of that (laughs) i'll I'll copy and paste you guys (laughs) (laughs) um no but like i'm more inclined to think that it's an alien i don't know i mean it makes more sense i love how people are like no it's just mutation like what does that even mean (laughs) right well uh dr robert l smith proposed that the sighting can be explained away with a pretty simple and everyday answer which are large Mm -hmm. birds and he believes that sandhill cranes, which can stand almost as tall as the average man and have a red skin patch around the eyes, could be the culprit of the sightings. And according to a PBS documentary 
28 sandhill cranes were spotted in West Virginia between January of 2017 and August of 2019. So it's not a lot. And I believe around the time there was really no reports of them being in the area. But that could mean that there's just few enough that anyone that does see one thinks it's something that's not supposed to be there, some sort of creature. But that also doesn't explain why people were getting chased by one at 100 miles an hour right. and yeah. stuff like that and why it was a grayish brown because I believe sandhill cranes are more of a whitish gray color. Right. So and you you would know I, if it was a bird oh, or can, a seven foot tall thing. Yeah, right. Uh, and another another theory on birds is that it could be owls, which if you reflect light in their eyes, they do shine red on occasion. Hmm. And I watched an episode of Monster Quest like this is probably 10 years ago and they do an episode on the mothman and basically it it they set up a fake owl and basically have it fly overhead at a random time when they're investigating in the forest to see like well if we saw this what would we think it was kind of a yeah. thing and basically people just say that it basically if you're looking for something or if you're in the mindset of having a, a large a big onset of fear uh, suddenly and you see something weird that you can't explain like maybe a bird that you've never seen before maybe right. your mind is just playing tricks on you and making you imagine that it's something else right so who knows but or if we're having some of that wacky tobacco like <laughs> right, right. or maybe that lady in chicago was so tired that she saw a giant let's just say a crane or an owl and she was mm -hmm. so tired from work I don't know. I believe her, though. Whether you believe the woman in Chicago or not, uh, it like I said, just depends. You want to believe or you don't want to believe. I think I'm still on the side. Like, who makes these things up? Like, that's so specific. Mm -hmm. Those details are so specific. Whether it could be, you know, a bird or whatever. I just still think, like, whether you're in a panic, like, you see a bird, like, it's it's a bird. She said it's, like, seven feet tall. Like, yeah, how bad, it like ranges, how big are these bad boys? It ranges from like six to ten or six to eight feet is usually like the the average height of right. where it would be. So like that's literally huge. Yeah. Like that's insane. Like no bird is that big. Unless yeah. it's that bird from Adventures Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what about you? What do you what do you think? Final thoughts on this? Final thoughts? I'm gonna be thinking about it all night, so I don't know. <laughs> You're asking me to come up with a thought right now. Um I'm a skeptic for sure, right? First like, of all, if if this was your dating game partner, would you say yes to a date? No. Well, <laughs> I saw his thick butt, and I'm like, I mean, he's, he's been he's been a chance. I'll he's, give him a chance. He's been doing them squats. He's been doing the squats. However, the like picking up women and scaring women thing, there there's a better way to go about it. <laughs> um, but I mean, so my first thought is you, that you could say that he's a lady killer. Oh my god <laughs> oh my god that reminds me at work the other day i'm what? gonna do this conversation i think i had the worst joke of all time <gasps> say it oh boy so part of my job was like in marketing it was doing like marketing campaign briefs yeah like so just essentially informing people like what we're doing in marketing and it's a half hour meeting and i was running it and it went like five minutes over i'm like well, so I see like we're like five minutes over on this campaign brief. <laughs> Should have called it a campaign long. <laughs> and I shit you not, I was hit by the thickest wall of silence that of is the, all time. That is How many the people worst. Were on this? Like twelve. 
And oh no my! I would have laughed. And like whoever's familiar with Microsoft Teams, you kind of know what I'm talking about. Like what I, what I'm looking at. It's essentially no one's on camera, and it's all just the icons. And I'm just praying for one icon <laughs> to like, light, light up, up and like, so it's someone well, speaking. Or like with okay, this is corporate America and Teams meetings. It's like either no one actually got the joke or no one was listening, and that's even worse because yeah. I'm like, you know what? You guys just missed out on gold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a comedy genius. Yeah. And no, no, after I said that, it was just like, I was praying for crickets. It was just dead silence. I'm like, okay, well, that wraps up our meeting. So, uh, <laughs> Talk to you later. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs> no See, if I would have gotten, gotten met with silence, I would have just been like, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, you, you tap on the like. On the- <laughs> <laughs> You should have turned on your like on your camera for should that. Should I had it in my two weeks notice? That's what I should have freaking done. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, Alex, Anyways. back to your final thoughts. So my initial thought when I, when you were reading this out was definitely like, okay, these people saw like a crazy guy who dressed up like a Mothman and was being a wacko. But then, um, and then my initial thought too is that with these these hysterias that like people pick up on it and then just like like to me what doesn't connect is that one guy who said his TV started acting weird. See, it's like that. That's to me like something different. Like you're trying to connect it. Yeah, and oh, that's yeah. what a lot of people say is like it's more mass hysteria just because it's right. going on in the area and everyone's kind of knowing about it. And that's the prevailing theory is just people believe that they're seeing something they're not right but what turned me around was the stories of recent like not 9-11 not chernobyl but like that lady because like and then when you tell about the bridge and that i don't know i think i'm more of believing now after that story yeah i think it's true i think it's just weird that it's so close to home for us since we're relatively close to milwaukee and chicago that it's somewhere we could travel to versus Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which is kind of a haul for us. Right. But, I mean, someone saying, especially someone who works for the U.S. Postal Service, which is, like, pretty closely connected to, like, government Mm -hmm. bodies and stuff, that someone that works in a prestigious job that's almost two decades in would say, I saw the Mothman at my job, basically. Especially around, like, a major airport. So, I don't know. I think it's just fun to think about the possibility of, or not so fun, I guess, if it's signifying things that are not going to be good. (laughs) But I mean, it's been almost a year since that report, I think. So nothing terrible has happened other than COVID. But yeah, right. Well, when did um, so when did that bridge go down? Nineteen sixty-seven, December fifteenth. December. Okay, I'm doing the math. When did she cite the um? I don't know the month. I want to say it was like October of 2020. Guys, a year later. Could happen. Let's wait till October. We'll we'll redo this podcast in October. With in Mothman updates. Mothman <laughs> updates. If anyone out there sees the Mothman in the next coming months, just let us know. And if you're from know. Chicago, yes. let us know. Yeah. Tell us your Mothman stories. I want to hear them. Where can they write in their Mothman stories, Jacob? Well, they can send them to Gems of History Podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, they can send them to our social medias, Evan. Where are those found? You can find us at. at <laughs> wow. Holy cow. They can find us on Instagram at 
Gems of History podcast with an underscore in between each word because that's annoying. And then on Twitter, at Gems underscore History. And you can find me at Wodevskis, Jacob. I am at That Shop Guy on uh, Twitter. And Alex, do you want to plug in? Or no, I'm at Jacob from Wisco on Twitter, at That Shop Guy on Instagram. Nice. I deleted Twitter. Don't find me on Twitter. Well, I'm still there. You can look at my old comedy. I don't know. My Instagram is Alex with two X's underscore Nicole 96. Um, also not interesting. I'm just a basic white girl, so. <laughs> um, and, we and we're cisgendered white males, so it's yeah, not, nothing super exciting. Right. <laughs> but yes, go follow us. Get in touch with us if you guys want to tell us your stories or give us any suggestions or tell us how terrible we're doing on our factual side of things because I know for a fact that I've gotten plenty of things wrong yeah, and no one's corrected me yet so you guys are being very generous right but yeah get in touch we love hearing from you guys so whether it be story recommendations or something that you've personally experienced that's related to something we've talked about but either way just let us know Thanks for having me on, guys. Yes, thank so you for fun. joining us. How was your How was your first experience? Oh my golly, Miss Molly! I just, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. So I'm gonna go up to Evan's house every Thursday, and I'm gonna peek in. And be like, oh, you can come hang out. Yeah, you, you you need a you need a co-host. <laughs> uh, hello, guys. I just happen to be here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's Thursday. You guys are recording. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I was just in the neighborhood. Alex, you live like <laughs> 20 minutes away. <laughs> No, come hang out if you want. You can yeah. come hang while we record. That'd I'll, be fun. I'll do the background. You'll <laughs> <laughs> Evan... be the background Mothman noises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when Evan does a joke that doesn't land, I'll be like, <laughs> no, no you'll be in the background just be like, ooh. <laughs> I get heckled on our own show. <laughs> <laughs> Have a live audience. We can do that. Right. That would be fun doing just doing like a live show yeah so if any of the listeners want to come hang out come to evan's townhouse in the basement and come hang out. yeah here's my address uh, uh blank 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 bleep. just listen Bleeped for out. just listen like just drive around listen for a dog barking it's German probably my not place we'll find you well i say we'll we like end I, this thing? <laughs> I say we'll like i haven't already found you right All right, guys, we'll be back again next week. Evan will be leading us, and we'll see who we have as our third member next week. But that's all we got for you this week. Go tell us if you find Mothman in the meantime, and we will talk to you later. Thank you again, Alex, for filling in. Bye, everyone.